Hey everyone, welcome back to the Servant Leadership Institute podcast. This is Brian Malinsky, and today I am sitting with our Director of Content and Curriculum, Carol Malinsky. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. Nice to be with you here today, Brian. Yes, very nice. So today we have, I think, a pretty special podcast. So today's podcast has its roots in a blog we posted earlier this month called Back to School as a Servant Leader. Our goal is to highlight the fact that servant leadership is really about more than just our positions as leaders in businesses. When we adopt servant leadership as a practice, it really becomes a shift in our thinking and approach to life as a whole. We can use this back to school season as a chance to impact our students and schools for the better. So Carol, you wrote this blog. Let's talk about uh, you know what your intent was with mm-hmm. writing it. Mm-hmm. What were you really thinking about when you wrote it? Yeah, well, it's it's interesting to me, Brian, that over the last couple of years, I've begun to um, think about perspective in a different way. Mm-hmm. So. Um, for example, I find, you know, if there's a, a problem situation, I t- have a tendency to think about, think, how could I look at this differently? Mm-hmm. How could I turn the tables and think about it from the standpoint of how can I contribute? And that's certainly not something I came up, you know, thought about all by myself. There's, you know, thousands and thousands of servant leaders out there that have begun to think in that way. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was thinking about the fact that that it's back to school time and how crazy that time gets for everybody, whether you have kids or not. Yeah. And how, do, how can we reframe it in our thinking um, to see it as an opportunity to add value rather than just um, another stressor yeah. in our lives? Mm-hmm. And then... I started from there, I started thinking about, well, what could we do? What kinds of things could we do um, from a behavior standpoint? How do we change our behaviors so that they affect this going back to school season and Mm -hmm. all that that means? Mm -hmm. Um, We have an opportunity to strengthen our communities through servant leadership. Well, how do we do that? One of the ways we do that is through our kids and how we influence our kids. Mm. And it isn't just a question of your own personal biological children. Yeah, It's any kids that you influence. So what we're looking for or what we're looking to build are well-educated students that have a heart for leading. Mm-hmm. And put that all together, it spells, you know, better schools, hence better communities, Mm -hmm. right? And with better communities, we can actually change the way the world operates. Yeah, definitely. Forgive me for the lofty viewpoint, but but really that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so the servant leadership aspects are really... um, 
key and that changing your perspective. Um, so what we thought we'd do today is go ahead and look at three servant leadership behaviors and how we can reframe those not only for parents but for adults in general and how they affect kids. Gotcha. Um, one of the things that, you know, in, in building stronger communities, one of the things that we have been involved in, as many people out there know, is the Carlsbad Student Leader Academy. Mm -hmm. And this is really, to me, a perfect example of adults being able to influence kids whether or not you're their parent. And the program really teaches um, leadership skills. And you've probably seen our, our promotion, promotional material about it, about the program. But it's really a good example of one city, Carlsbad, their desire to raise up young leaders. Mm -hmm. And uh, once these kids are educated, go to college or don't go to college, they return to Carlsbad and become a part of the fabric of that community. Mm -hmm. um, wish there were more of that going on, but I'm certain that there are probably great programs out there in other cities as well. Yeah. Um, so really an important factor, especially as we see, you know, from my perspective, to be able to see how the city we live in um, has changed mm -hmm. over the years and knowing and seeing how vital it is to have young blood and a young perspective mm -hmm. and young leadership in the area. Yeah, definitely. I think I think too what what comes to my mind as you're as you're speaking of not only parents to their students but also, you know, uh, you know, businesses, uh, you know, business professionals and their role in this whole thing mm -hmm. in this in this back to school season. I think it is important when I when I found um that uh you know, our founder Art Barter, his um you know, he talks about the importance of a, a business's role in its community and making sure that you're always aware of, you know, uh, making your presence known and making sure that you're taking care of that community as well. I mean, this is really, really important that while you're, you know, doing business within within a, uh, a particular city, if that's a city that you love and you care about, you also need to make sure that you're caring about the the citizens in there in, mm -hmm. in that in that very city. And and a lot of those citizens go to school and are younger and not in uh, you know their professional lives yet. They're still in you know middle school, high school. They're in the development stage. So yeah, I think that that's why we love what the city of Carlsbad is doing with CSLA, but it also just further drives home the point of when you're going, even, even on your daily process, when you're going to work and you're passing by a school, just understand really what you're looking at. The, these are <laughs> young these are young individuals that are going to end up being the next generation of business professionals. And what's really important from a city perspective and your community perspective do you want these people to continue to stay here are they going to be excited to be a part of this community yeah. have they been treated well um do they uh, you know can can they have fond memories of how their community was was it warm or or are they going to hightail it away from here and so that's something that every single citizen in a community has the opportunity to um be proactive about and, and, and help um, and grow. 
Yeah, yeah. So let's dig in a little deeper here and get really into the practicality of um, living out this new perspective. Definitely. Of looking at how you can add value during this season um, rather than just being stressed out or seeing seeing the school as the adversary. Yeah. You know, for us, it's the traffic situation oh gosh, and how yeah. it affects everybody in town. Um, so anyway, let's get started with the first servant leadership behavior, which is serve first. Okay, great. And um, just in general, when we're, we're working with a school, we have a school in our area, maybe we have children that um, our children go to the the local school and that's to ask how you can help Mm. Um, a lot of people don't have a lot of time I get that but there may be some very small things that you could do for the teacher or for the school that would really be helpful and when you do things like that of course you're a great example to the others around you Um, I have to put a disclaimer in here (laughs) <laughs> as we go through these behaviors. And, okay. Um, I think people know that you're my son. Uh-huh. So you can certainly, you know, trip me up because <laughs> you were there. But um, I was a full-time working mom, and a lot of this stuff I didn't do, okay? So, <laughs> so you know, I'm talking well, about... that's a good about, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Simply because I wasn't at that point in my life. You know, I think if I was... If it was today, it would be a very different story. Although I will share a little later, um, you know, ways that I did did uh, get involved in something very special. Um, so let's say you don't have any time. Let's say you're like me, and you you know you don't have any time to um, go and volunteer at the school or do something like that. What about sending in just an encouraging note? to either your child's teacher, or if you don't have children, you could send it to the school itself or maybe some person you know who works for a school. Mm. Um, just a note to say, hey, have a great year, um, thinking about you, um, you know, just words of encouragement because um, as we know, th- those roles are not easy roles. Yeah. And, um, and our world is making it harder every day, really. Um, so that's a, just a, a, great, a great thing to do is just send a little note. Um, field trips. <laughs> Most people can take a day off now and again. And so that's a really great way to show your support is take that day off, spend some time with the kids, um, and you will have a, a new found respect for the teacher. <laughs> for what those teachers Depen- do. Yeah, depending on, uh, you know, the circumstances of the, the mix of kids. Um, and then this next one is if you are uh, a person who is uh, a believer in prayer, pray for the school. Mm-hmm. Pray for the kids. Um, very, very important and can make a huge impact. Um, I know a group of women... Th- this is another suggestion, a group of women who bring, on occasion, um, treats to the school and set them up in the break room for the teacher. Mm-hmm. And they do this just because they want those teachers to know that they are appreciated. 
That's so that's great. that makes a huge impact. I've I've participated in this myself. Yeah. And it's really, really effective. So those are just some things you can do to serve first, and we'll talk uh, a little bit more about that when we uh, get down to our third behavior. But um, the second one is build trust, of course. And I think it's up to us as adults and as parents to extend trust first to our teachers Mm -hmm. and administrators. Think of your relationship with that teacher or that administrator as a partnership first mm-hmm. rather than, um, you know, no relationship at all or more of an irritant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to view it first and foremost as a partnership. Now, let me just say that that doesn't mean you advocate, ad, abdicate. That's a tough <laughs> word abdicate your responsibility as a parent yes your your heart and your gut are going to tell you when there's something that um, you need to speak up about or disagree about but let's remember something that's really key which is if you do disagree do it with respect yeah and not with a mean spirit Mm -hmm. so that's that's a really really important thing and then to always have in mind the top of your thought is, again, as we've said in so many other times, so many other ways, how can I add value in this relationship rather than it being adversarial? Mm-hmm. What kinds of things can I do um, to bring value to it first and foremost? And your kids are going to see that. Yeah. And it's going to make a huge impression on them. Um, you had a teacher in the seventh grade, mm-hmm. who I will never forget. Um, she was a math teacher. And those junior high years are very tough years for young people. They are. And they're very tough. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very tough years for the people that serve them. Yes. Um, but she went out of her way to um, speak to you and to your father and I about a direction she felt you were going in that was not a positive direction. She really felt that you were much too um, involved with being with the popular kids mm-hmm. and taking suggestions from them rather than thinking more independently. Yeah. And I can remember at the time, at first I was kind of a little taken aback that she you know, brought this out so openly and so honestly. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, wow, what a, what a great caring thing to do um, to say that to you. Yeah. And um, because I think she saw the potential in you. And that's another great thing that our teachers have, a, have skill at. Yeah. And um, so it was very effective, you know, that she said that. And that, to me, was an example of partnership. Yeah. Definitely. Um, between the, the teacher and, and the family. Yeah. I think that, um, you know, going into more into that partnership, it's it, it's interesting how that relationship is structured because you have parents that are giving or, you know, are, are uh, you know, having their student child go to a place for eight hours a day 
and they don't get to see that they they start to see a side of their kids lives go away and they start to see that less and less and they they start to rely on this other person to start having more and more influence in you know a kid's life mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting to me that both of those entities wouldn't want to talk to one another or wouldn't want to build a strong bond with one another mm-hmm. from the get-go. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the most vital part, you know, thinking of it now is that, you know, back to school time, I would be, you know, wanting to run into the classroom and meet you know the students, uh, the students' teacher immediately, um, and kind of set up a, a a good rapport and relationship with them. You know, right up front, because you know that you're not going to be there to you know experience, gain right. context, understanding yeah. of you know not only what your student is doing, but who they're doing it with you know, mm-hmm. what friends they're meeting, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of a kid's friends and community starts within the school and then goes outward. So, mm-hmm. you know, you end up, you know, it's no surprise that most students, once they go get into high school, they have two completely separate lives from one another. Um, and, you know, I think that again, building a relationship with the individuals, um, you know, the leaders that are in charge over, you know, your student's life through that, you know, eight to three time frame would be vital to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's very, it's, it's very good. I, I agree with the importance <laughs> of doing all of this. <laughs> well, like I said before, it's very, very difficult in, in our world to play all these roles. Yeah, and so you know we're not by any means, uh, you know, wanting to make people's life harder by yeah. saying you know if you're a servant leader do this that and the other thing with your kids or you're not you know you're not uh, measuring up. Mm-hmm. So little little steps, mm-hmm. little steps. Something that resonates with you that you want to act on is really the way to to go so you know follow your your instincts and your heart with that Mm -hmm. and then the third one is to live your values and um, this one of course can encompass some really big concepts so I'm just going to talk about two of them one is you know we live in a world that is very status conscious very label conscious Mm -hmm. and at back to school time it's particularly stressful because you know, our kids want to be in whatever's popular from a, uh, a clothes standpoint, a shoes standpoint. And it, it goes to the extent, as we all know, of affecting their social groups in school. So, you know, remember this year to just love your kids mm-hmm. and help them to understand that they're not always going to be able to have the latest and the greatest and you know, that the label is not, it's just that, a label. And it's not who they are. Mm-hmm. And um, that you care about them. And that's what's really important. Um, every parent wants the best for their kids. And 
if you're a person who influences a child's life, you want what's best for that child. Mm-hmm. But it's really important to reinforce that the most important thing is, you know, their heart and how they are as a person, not uh, whether they got the Nikes or not. Mm-hmm. So that's it's really, I think, it's an important message to give our young people today, certainly, especially in our world of social media where they're constantly being, you know, up for scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Really important. The other thing is something you can do that um, I've seen practiced by um, uh, one of our, our special servant leaders, and that is every day to ask your kids, give them a little assignment when they go to school, and that is to help someone mm-hmm. during the school day, um, to serve in some way. Now, the second part of that is that you follow up every evening and say, well, who did you serve today or who did you help today? Yeah. And we need to, to of course, not have this be sort of a punishment kind of scenario if they tell you, I didn't help anybody. Um, many, many times that's the response we get from our kids. <laughs> What'd you do at school today? Nothing. Um, And it'll be the same way with who did you serve today. So help them to understand that even the littlest thing is important. So, you know, I smiled at somebody or, you know, I really wanted to hit so-and-so because they did something, you know, I didn't like, um, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, Or, you know, I helped my teacher pass out papers or I, you know... um, uh, something on the playground. There's a million opportunities for our young people to serve one another. Mm-hmm. But that really starts teaching this value of serving first. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, all of our families have values that they want to see come up in their children. So just remember that you can give them this, this right perspective before they even get out of the car or leave the front door of, yeah. you know, who can you serve today? And uh, I really love that one. And, um, you know, kids are always watching us. So um, as adults, it's important that we, you know, um, what's the word? That we practice the behavior that we want them to practice. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's it's funny that you say that because you know with with this particular behavior, it's also important to um, you know as the parents make sure that you you know and have clearly defined what the family values are, right? Uh, so if you don't know, if you've never done that exploratory exercise, it's incredible yeah. <laughs> and. The best part is that you don't have to do it alone. You could do it right alongside your family members and develop what the family values mm. are. And, mm. you know, because, I, you know, another big note to make is the fact that kids are developing their own set of values through their friends, through their teachers, and then also through the family. So, it's really important to you never know what you're gonna your opposition is going to be that you're you know kind of fighting against in your kids, you know what your kid is consuming. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that it's 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 very, very important to make sure that they have a clear understanding of what the family values are and understand what those values mean and what they look like. And these examples are perfect of of, you know, if if the value in the in the family is to go ahead and, and the importance of serving and the imp- importance of going out and helping somebody um, to make sure that you're you're keeping them accountable to that every single day and make sure that they know it's not a, a once or twice mm-hmm. a year kind of thing right um, but it's a daily practice and the same way in which you as servant leaders um, are trying to grow daily um, through the use of these nine behaviors that we've set up for you um, to reference. Um, that's just as important, you know, for for you and your family to set up mm-hmm. these values and allow them to understand that this is something that you you interact with daily, right. you know, and you try and get better at right. doing daily. Yeah. And once again, let me let me make the point that this isn't what we're talking about isn't strictly for people who are parents. Mm-hmm. But many people influence kids um, all the time. It's around you all the time. Totally. And so to practice this attitude of service, um, things like gratitude and, uh, you know, just being nice to one another. Yeah. Um, Kids watch all that, and they see it. And so the goal really is to plant seeds. Love that idea. Plant seeds of service. Yes. um, Basically wherever you go and whoever you come into contact with. Mm. And there's a lot out there to frustrate you, particularly at back-to-school time when things get crazy on the roads once again. And... uh, we have we want to equip our kids, and so we're spending a lot of time um, trying to fulfill those supply lists that have to go back to school. So there's lots of opportunity out there to sow the seeds of service. Gotcha. Definitely. So as we're ra- wrapping up, do you have any final thoughts to leave our listeners with? Well, um, I guess my final thought would just be to continue the, this practice of trying to look at situations um, differently mm. and with the lens of serving. And when you do that, it's like, um, it's really exciting because you start seeing things in a totally different way, mm-hmm. you know? And what happens is you're there isn't so much of a tendency to become victimized by things in the world Yep. when you're looking at it from a standpoint of how do I add value? How do I make this situation better? Yeah, you start looking at things as opportunities, right? Yes, exactly. That's actually a perfect word to use. Mm -hmm. So I would just say, you know, as you're going along, you're learning more about servant leadership and you're practicing servant leadership behaviors, Start doing that little mind play of, you know, well, what's a different way I could look at this? Yeah. You know, and when you're frustrated with your kids or you're frustrated with the neighbor kids, <laughs> um, you know, try doing that. Yeah. And, and see what happens. 
Yeah, I mean, a, a, a great example that I think of just because I, I, I interact with them on my uh, rides into work um, on occasion, especially during school season, is, is the crosswalk you know, the mm-hmm. volunteers. Now these are volunteers. These aren't, yes. these aren't paid individuals. Yeah. And, um, you know, a, a lot of them are, are probably retired and this is just a way that they like to serve is they like to, you know, go and, and make sure that the kids get to school safely. And, you know, you drive up to the light and if they come out and walk in front of you and, and with the with the stop sign, your initial reaction is, <laughs> I need to get to work. You know, I'm already <laughs> yeah. five minutes late and all that kind of stuff. But again, how you were saying, changing it, the change yeah. in that perspective, thinking about your thinking, not being so reactionary, but actually using that emotional intelligence that you're starting to build as a servant leader, you can look at that individual and go, okay, first off, you don't know that I'm late <laughs> and it is definitely not your fault that I'm late. Yeah. That's for one. Two, you know, you, he may, he or she may have a general understanding that this is an inconvenience for the cars, but he has a greater purpose that he's doing. And right. it is those kids. He's looking at those kids first. And for you to, Harness that emotion that you were talking about. Harness it and and put it into something that he may not be he or she may not be expecting. And rolling down that window and saying, "Good morning," a kind word. You know, <laughs> how's it going? Uh, You're doing a great job, right? You know, keep up the good work. Thank you so much for what you're doing. Because I sure as heck know that I can't be doing it right now mm-hmm. because I'm doing my own thing. Right. And all the other cars that are on this street are doing their own thing. So who else is, is supposed to be doing this? This is a person who has stepped up for their community and done something that nobody asked them to do. So that's v- incredibly admirable. If you really like sit and think think about it, it's actually pretty incredible. And for them to not really get any praise for it, th- again, us servant leaders, this is our opportunity. This is an opportunity that we have to go ahead and just, you're going to change that person's day by a phrase or two. The light's already red. It's not getting green. <laughs> you know, you're just sitting there. So you can either turn up the, the music and tune it out, or you can, you can challenge yourself and, and change that perspective and do yeah. something nice. So anyway, so in conclusion, I just want to wrap up and talk about what we um, have discussed. So, uh, you know, we looked at how servant leaders, we as servant leaders, we can uh, be helping our communities, our teachers, our students by looking for ways to make a positive impact. So we framed this in light of three key servant leadership behaviors, serve first, build trust, and live your values. Um, a strategy to serve first is asking if there is something that you can help with and to be available to help. Um, A strategy that we did for Build Trust that we talked about uh, was thinking of your relationship with teachers as a partnership without abdicating your leadership. And with Living Your Values, it is an opportunity to teach your kids about serving others by challenging them to go help somebody else out today. Um, so building those uh, those values in the home and then and then having your kids act on them. Uh, 
So great summary. Yeah. I think, <laughs> Thank you. You know, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Carol, thanks so much for sitting down with me today. Um, I, I just wanted to let all of our listeners, listeners know that we have a free gift specific to this podcast episode. Um, if you'd like to uh, have that free gift, email us at info at servantleadershipinstitute.com with the subject title, Back to School. So for now, that's all we got um, today. So start serving first today and be that proactive contributor to making your community better. Yeah, let's build some strong, strong communities, folks. Thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate you. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye.